This episode was recorded before we realised we had ADHD. We've left our old episodes up as we now recognise our struggles and helpful tips were all ADHD related and we hope that they can help you too. We hope you enjoy listening to this episode. Just please be aware we won't specifically mention ADHD. Welcome to A Dopamine Kit, your weekly dose of positivity. We're your hosts, Sparky and Shell. Join us each week as we help change your habits, tackle fears and challenge your mindset. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 20 of A Dopamine Kick. Today, we're going to be discussing how to fight that social media addiction. I have to say this. I cannot believe we are on episode 20. When we first started this podcast, I didn't, I I just didn't know what we were going to do. I didn't know how we were ever going to get to episode 20, but here we are. It's amazing. I have to just give ourselves a little bit of a celebration because just because it's like, you know, two and over, it just, it just sounds like a big thing. It's amazing. (laughs) So last week we set a challenge for you and the challenge was to track your social media usage. Did you track it? And did you find out how long you were spending on social media? And were you shocked? Okay, so, Shell, did you track your social media usage this week? I did. I did, yeah. Um, and it was worse worse than I was expecting, but uh, could have been much worse still. Uh, so I actually don't have any social media on my phone except for Facebook. Um Mm. I deleted everything else. I don't use it on my phone at all. I only use it on the desktop um, and only for the podcast. I don't have personal profiles for anything else. I, I don't even know what my Instagram password is. Wow. Um, so my Facebook use is daily average one hour and four minutes over the last seven days. One hour and four minutes actually isn't that bad. That's actually quite good. I have to say like one hour and four minutes. I mean, I'm looking at my usage right now on my socials. And I mean, are we t- when we talk about social media, I mean, do we include YouTube in that or is that entertainment? Just, just, just throwing that out there first. I would include YouTube <laughs> because it's the same sort of thing, isn't it? It's like mindlessly scrolling and watching other people. But I don't include WhatsApp in that because I kind of think with WhatsApp, I'm directly talking to to your friends. friends, okay, not like randoms. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> mine was, don't forget, I do use other social media sites too. So I do use Instagram, I do use YouTube, and I do use TikTok as well. And I do use Twitter and I do use... God, you're on them all. <laughs> Spotify. I oh, know. My average on social media was about three hours, 25 minutes a day. That doesn't include YouTube. But I I will say with YouTube, like, sometimes I will put YouTube on to listen to music. So that's kind of skewed a little bit there. So I'd say probably around four hours, which I know is bad. But I do think that I I don't really know what to say about it. (laughs) It's bad. It's bad. I know it's bad. (laughs) We're going to consider this your intervention. And we are going to fight your social media addiction on the podcast. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm prepared. I'm prepared to do this because I, I want to kick this habit. I know that that's actually quite good for me. <laughs> this is a good week. That's a good week, yeah. So I think, Sparky, it's, it's important to acknowledge, though, there's nothing wrong with you for spending a lot of time on social media. Like Billions and billions are spent every year by the, these platforms making them addictive. They, you know, they need to keep us coming back. They need to keep you 
spending longer on the platform. Um, and you know, the ones that don't, the ones that fail at that, just fade into obscurity. I mean, I bet you didn't check your MySpace this week. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> that's so true. Oh, my God. You don't, do you? You really don't. Like when something falls off and it's not even in the in thing anymore, it's like... It just melts away like ice cream. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, but yet back in the day, I bet you were absolutely obsessed with updating your MySpace oh, and having yeah, like the perfect yeah. wallpaper and the best song and, and now Top it's Top eight like, and all that. <laughs> yeah. So these platforms are designed to be the perfect time sink for a human brain and they give you dopamine rushes and it keeps you coming back for more. So I think it's really important not to feel ashamed that you've been using social media more than you would like because that's what it's designed to do. It's designed to suck you in. So you are totally normal. I honestly have to say, I actually don't know where that time has gone because I actually wouldn't say that I've spent that long on social media. So most of the time it's mindless scrolling or mindlessly listening to things because if I told myself for example you are going to use social media four or five hours today I would say to you absolutely no way in hell would I have done that because I think that I don't have enough time to do everything that I need to do but then obviously looking at my stats that says something else so I'm sure there's going to be people that I've, I've been in shock that are listening to the podcast and they think to themselves the same thing like Surely it couldn't have been on my phone that long, but it's so true. When you actually track it and you actually look at it, 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 it is true. We are actually addicted to our phones. So even though there's nothing wrong with it, like Shell said, they spend millions and billions a year uh, trying to get people on the platform. It is something that you kind of have to go step back and go, whoa, actually, this, this I'm actually on this quite a lot. You do, you do. And I absolutely, I actually do that with TikTok. So this is a massive confession of mine. I didn't have TikTok for for a long time. Everybody kept telling me how much I'd love it. And um, <laughs> so eventually one day I got I got TikTok and I did absolutely love it. I could have I spent hours and hours just on TikTok alone, just like watching videos and like little comedy sketches. Um, and I did really enjoy it. But then I found that it was starting to impact other areas of my life. So for example, when I had my daughter, um, I found myself getting like annoyed at her when she didn't want to go to sleep when it was time for her nap. And I realised it was because as soon as she was asleep and napping, I was going to be scrolling through TikTok and I was getting worked up and angry because I wanted to be on TikTok and she was preventing me. Like, how frightening is that? That's the reason that I had to, I just had to delete it and come off it because I thought, you know, this is not the person I want to be. Like this, I cannot control myself with this app. I cannot be the version of myself that I want to be responsibly with this app. So I just can't have it in my life. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing in the background because I can just picture it happening. <laughs> just, and I, but you know what? It's crazy how it makes it, how it makes you act that way. I've told you this before about how I'll be having a conversation with someone. Like, they're talking to you, but you're not really there because you're scrolling something or you're watching something. And, you know, they'll be telling you a story and you're just like, come on, hurry up. Tell me, t just get to the, can you just get to the punchline? Because I'm watching a video on TikTok and right now, um, this is more interesting. Yeah. And it's like, this is crazy. It's making, it's turning us into crazy people. I can guarantee that a lot of my time spent on YouTube will be going online to look at something. For example, I was trying to look out how to set my microphone up and then it turns into this whole spiral and I'm watching 
I mean, I'm watching MH370 documentaries. See how you just go down the rabbit hole and you just end up going from one thing to another. And how many times have you started looking at something that is, is, you know, particularly logical at the time? And where is it ended? And what time has it ended? Yeah. <laughs> it's the algorithms, isn't it? They keep like suggesting stuff that they know that you're going to like based on what you've watched before and what you've clicked on before. And it does just suck you in. Before you know it, you're you're watching something that you would have never have gone onto social media to look at. But just think as well how damaging it is. You know, you're spending like both of us. So I'm I, mine was an, an hour. Yours was closer to four hours. But if we spent that time doing something else, you know, if social media didn't exist and I spent an hour of the day doing like working towards a goal of mine rather than just mindlessly scrolling on Facebook, think how much further ahead I would be at the end of the month. Yeah, when you when you put it like that, it's actually it's quite scary, really, to think about how much time you're actually wasting. I mean, we talked about in the last episode, didn't we, how you can use certain things, you can use social media for, you know, it has its positives. But when we talked about that list, how many of those things do we actually do? I mean, I know we probably do a few of those, but majority of the time is probably spent up doing all of the negative things on social media rather than the positives. And, you know, like you were saying, like, you're addicted to Facebook, which which still baffles me to this day because Facebook for me is like MySpace. Like, <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just don't see the point in it anymore. Like, it just offers me nothing. I honestly don't know how anyone can scroll Facebook anymore because there's it's just so repetitive and it's the things that are on Facebook now are just... It's just ridiculous. I think that's why I like it, though, because although it does still suck me in, I'm able to put it down and to walk away. Whereas say with like TikTok, I just couldn't do that. I just couldn't put it down. Once I started watching, I just liked it too much. Whereas because Facebook, I mean, let's face it, Facebook is a bit crappy these days. And because of that, that's why, that's why I can have it in my life. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually really good. And see, this is why I love learning from you as well on this podcast show, because sometimes you'll come out with things that are just absolutely awesome and that's actually a really good analogy of having Facebook I didn't actually think about it like that actually using Facebook because you can walk away from it rather than say something like TikTok which is easily more addictive because you're seeing video after video after video at least Facebook you get an advert or you know you get something really rubbish and you're just like I need to get off this whereas TikTok is a completely different situation because you can just scroll. And now it's the same with Instagram. You've got reels on there. I don't think, I genuinely don't know my Instagram password. Wow. My my personal Instagram. The last time I posted on it was on my honeymoon. And I've been married five years, I think, this summer. (laughs) Wow. That's amazing. Can I just ask you one question? When it comes to Instagram, what was, what is it? that stopped you from using it like how do you do it because I know we're going to talk about how to fight social media addictions and you're going to give us all um lots of information about it and obviously I've got some stuff to put in there as well but what is it for you that made you think you know what I really don't care about it Instagram in particular um I think Instagram was easier to walk away from because it came after Facebook so sort of pretty much everybody I've ever walked past in the street I'm friends with on Facebook but I didn't have as many people on Instagram so that so there's people on Facebook that I don't have the contact details for that if I left Facebook I could never speak to them again potentially I mean I probably don't speak to them anyway but you know 
I stalk their photos. <laughs> Whereas I didn't really have that with Instagram. So everyone that I had on Instagram, I, I had on Facebook. Um, and also when Instagram first came out, um, if somebody, I can't remember, um, uh, forgive me if my terminology is appalling. It, they follow you, don't they, on Instagram? <laughs> yes. <laughs> forgive me yes. if my terminology is appalling. They do. They well, because I'm going I'm to say something wrong. I know I always do. <laughs> so initially, if somebody followed you, you couldn't get rid of that. So you could unfollow them and unfollow their profile. But if they followed you, you couldn't like... yeah get rid of them following you if that makes sense yeah so I had um so one of my ex-boyfriends was following me on Instagram um because I didn't know how to make my account private so he he followed me and then I couldn't get rid of him so that was easy to and he, he wasn't messaging me or anything but I just didn't like the fact that I was uploading photos and he could see them because I didn't really want him to see them so Instagram was reasonably easy to stop posting on TikTok like I said was was my daughter Twitter I never got into Twitter just I think I created an account but I never actually wrote anything on it um and those are the biggies really I don't think I don't think I've ever even gone on to any of the others I've just always been very loyal to Facebook well I mean you must use YouTube YouTube no YouTube I again YouTube you use for when you need to not like just scrolling it yeah YouTube I've just never got into in the same way like occasionally I'll watch something on YouTube, but I don't get that like hours and hours worth of addiction out. I think it's because, I don't know, I have no idea because it's not that dissimilar to TikTok. But for some reason, maybe it's because the content's longer and I've got quite a short attention span. Mm -hmm. So the idea of like clicking onto yeah. a video that's half an hour long, committing myself to sit there for half an hour, that's too much for me. Whereas I could easily watch double that yeah. amount of time on TikTok because it's two minute videos at a time. Yeah. Well, we've established that you are actually really good with your social media addiction. I mean, I know you use Facebook, oh, but I mean, I don't know about really good. I can be. It's a constant. It's a constant battle. Well, come on. I mean, how many people out there just use Facebook? I, I put your hand up right now if you're listening, because I guarantee there is nobody that's listening to this podcast that just uses Facebook. <laughs> there is no one that is going to. If if you do just use Facebook, please get in touch and let us know because I want to know if there is somebody else out there that just uses Facebook. I know. I mean, I know that you said that you don't use social media often and you're addicted to, say, like Facebook more than anything else. But I think that's that's actually for this day and age. That's actually really good. The fact that you only use uh, Facebook. So I think that's that's amazing. Oh, I think I'm very much still a work in progress, but like one day I would like, I think I would like to come off Facebook completely. Like, I don't think it actually brings that much joy to my life. <laughs> I'd love to, you know, you get these people and they're like completely get rid of their accounts. Yeah. Like teetotal sort of thing. Yeah. Or like, um, only have Facebook on a desktop, say. So yeah. I have to physically go to a desktop and I only check it once a day rather than like, because I, like, I might only have an hour's worth of screen time, but that's probably broken up into like four or five sessions yeah, throughout the day where I'm constantly going on it and checking. And I'd love to get to a point where I just didn't even have Facebook on my phone. 
I think that'd be so liberating. I think this is the goal, isn't it? Like, I think if you were just, you know, I mean, I know people use Instagram and Facebook and things, social media for business purposes, but I mean, like the personal stuff, if we could just get rid of it all, it would be so liberating. Mm. But I suppose we should probably get into talking about how to fight the social media addiction, because obviously you're the expert, so you kick it off. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know about expert. I'm sure I'm sure Jamie would disagree with that. Um, Okay, so we've got a couple of points here um, for how to fight a social media addiction um, and the sort of things that you can do to curb your usage. So the first we've already got you to do, and that is to track your use. Um, And it's something that I would encourage you to keep doing on a weekly basis um, because it's really easy to underplay how much time you're spending on social media or to think that you don't have a problem or you're not really spending that much time. But when you see the cold, hard numbers, that's much harder to ignore um, and it's much more motivating to do something about it as well. So yeah, track your use and keep doing it. The next one is to set your limits and stick to them. So you can use apps to do this. You can also do it on screen time as well. One of the things that I did when I was using a certain social media app too much is I actually put a limit on it. So I would allow myself to spend an hour a day on it rather than however long I was spending at the time. And what that does is it notifies you when you get to a certain limit and you know that you need to put it down. Now, admittedly, the first few weeks it didn't work because what I would actually do is I would just cancel it. But if you really stick to it and you do follow through with it, after a few weeks, you'll notice that you don't go on the app anymore. Another thing that you can do is be really targeted in your use. So if you've got specific groups, say, for example, that you want to be part of, you can bookmark um, and go straight to those groups rather than just mindlessly scrolling so that way you don't have to miss out on the the parts of social media that you enjoy and you want to be involved in but you don't get sucked into that time vortex of mindlessly scrolling through stuff that you probably aren't that interested in anyway. The next one we've got for you is to get rid of those notifications so if you know that you're going to be addicted to a certain platform and you know that you're going to post things and it's going to give you notifications and you're going to keep going back and checking them, then get rid of them or at least heavily modify them. So what you can do here is you can go into your settings, uh, just turn off any notifications that come from that app. I actually don't have notifications for Instagram. So if someone sends me a message on Instagram, I won't get it. What I do though is because I know I do need some kind of notification because this is where it can get different for different people. If I don't have any notifications, I will check them. I will check the app more often. So what I actually do is I put badge icons on rather than a notification. So I know right now that I've got nine notifications on Instagram. I don't know what they are, but I know that they're there rather than actually seeing part of the message that gets me wanting to reply. So depending on what kind of person you are, edit those notifications, stop them and turn them off completely. Or if you're very nervous about turning them off and you need to know when you're actually getting a notification from something, just put those badge notifications on. So you know that you've got messages, but you're not kind of roped into actually replying to them because you can't see what part of that message is, if that makes any sense at all. (laughs) I think this one is so useful. This is something that I do as well. So I don't have notifications for anything on my phone. So, um, whatsapp texts any social media um nothing the only the only time my phone 
uh, buzzes or uh, rings is if someone calls me. Otherwise, everything else waits for when I'm free to check it because I found that otherwise, as soon as my phone went off, I would have to see what it was. Um, so like when I had WhatsApp notifications, for example, and there's there's a few groups that I'm part of. And you know what it's like when you're part of a group and, you know, a couple of people constant. are chatting about something. Yeah, you're just constantly getting those buzzes. And I just can't ignore it. Like I'd be talking to someone, I'd be having a conversation with someone, I'd feel my phone buzzing and I would just get this immediate urge to pull it out and check it and and, and respond in the middle of my conversation. Like so incredibly rude. Um, so one day, um, it wasn't my idea. I, I got it off someone else's podcast. They were recommending to do it. And I didn't think it would work. I just did it as a bit of an experiment. Um, and that was about three years ago. And I've never gone back. It's so liberating. Um, it really, really helped me get off my, get less addicted to my phone in general. I see. When I'm talking about how you're a pro, this is what I mean. Like, this is why you know, you've got no notifications on. That's really difficult for a lot of people to do to actually turn off the notifications. So if this is something that you're going to find really difficult. Maybe start with the app that you use the le- the least um, and then go from there. So once you kind of win yourself off that one, then you can try a different one. And I've just realised as well, this is probably why you never reply to my bloody WhatsApp messages. <laughs> exactly why I never reply (laughs) but I'm going to make a commitment on this podcast I'm actually going to turn off notifications on all of my social media for a week and then the next time we record I'm going to update you on what I've done because I want to see if I can actually do this (laughs) I feel like an addict I'm actually shaking (laughs) I found that I found when I first did it the first few days I was properly on edge I felt like something was missing I, f- I probably did check my phone more because I wanted to make sure I wasn't missing things. But then after that, really only sort of two, two-ish days, after that, I really started to enjoy it. Um, and now, like, I don't look at my phone ever now if it's like on a table or something because it never bleeps, it never buzzes. The only time I look at my phone is when I deliberately pick it up to to interact and that's a real change for me. Like I was someone who um, I just used to hold my phone all the time so that as soon as it buzzed, I could respond straight away. Like if I was out Sorry. to dinner, I did. If I was out to dinner with someone, I would have my phone on the, the table, like face upwards. So if it flashed, I'd see straight away. Um, and I don't, I don't do any of that anymore. Okay, so the next thing that we've got for you is to assign specific phone-free time. Now, a good place to start this is um, dinner table and a bedtime and then gradually expand that out into larger and larger time frames. So such as, you know, maybe if you're going to um, a family gathering, you don't use your phone the whole time that you're there. And it forces you to be present in the moment. So instead of like taking photos and posting about how great that situation is, just put your phone away and, and live it. Live in the moment. Absolutely. Living in the moment, which we talked about before, is a great way to enjoy your life and be more positive and a lot happier as well. And the last tip that we've got for you here is to consider removing social media from your phone entirely. Now, I know that sounds really, really scary. That doesn't mean that you never, you can never go on social media again. It just means remove it from your phone. So remove the apps from your phone and maybe just go and check social media when you're on the desktop 
or when you're on the laptop or a specific device so that you're not constantly there waiting for that buzz, checking that social media on your phone. And this can work wonders for a lot of people. I know that, Shell, you, I know you, you've still got your Facebook addiction at the moment, but I know that you told me once before that you removed the app from your phone and you were only checking it either on mm. a web browser or on the desktop, and that seemed to work a lot as well. So if you do find that you're the type of person that can just remove all social media from your phone and you're going to be able to be fine, then absolutely fantastic. That is brilliant. But if you're the kind of person that still wants to be connected to social media and you still want to use it uh, and you don't want to delete it entirely, then you can just use your desktop once a day, for example. So I did actually do that. I deleted the the Facebook app and I still don't have it on my phone, um, but I just I just use browser um, and the reason I do that is because it's a bit clunky. It's a bit awkward. I have to put my password in every time. It doesn't look as nice. It doesn't load as well. So again, it's just a bit easier to walk away from because I found that the app was just so slick. Just, you know, just one click and you're straight into the, the main feed. <laughs> look at you. You're like addicted to it. You're like, oh, the app was just so slick. It, should, it was amazing. It was so smooth. <laughs> <laughs> this is something that's good isn't it you've actually put an obstacle in the way you've put that friction in the way you've put yeah increase the friction and it stopped you from doing it as much and that can really work when something's really like clunky and heavy to do it kind of it kind of feels like too much effort to carry on with it and that's kind of what you need to do really with the removing of the app oh it's too much effort to go to the desktop oh it's too much effort to go on the browser so I probably won't go on it this time. It removes that kind of convenience of, of of actually going on social media. So I'm really hoping that some of the stuff that we've said today are really going to help you reduce your screen time a lot. Or if you've got a social media addiction like me, kick the habit so that you can go on to lead a better life and you can feel a little bit free out with your time. Okay, so there's just time for our little kicker this week. Um, our little kicker this week is a quote and it's just a funny little thing that we thought we'd leave you with on a lighthearted note because these last two episodes have been quite heavy. So the quote is, for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction plus a social media overreaction. <laughs> oh, overreaction. That's everything this week, guys. But if you want to carry on with the conversation, then you can join us over on our social media platforms. And our handle is at a dopamine kick. That's if you still want to after listening to this week's episode. We'd also be super grateful if you could leave us a review on the podcast wherever you're listening, as it helps us to grow our audience and help more people. Okay, we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.